part of the thing for me is thinking that one justice cause or that one really important thing that I'm working on rests on whether or not I am involved in it. And that takes God out of the equation. So I'm not resting in him. I'm not resting in the fact that I'm not here to save. I'm here to participate. I'm here to to walk alongside. I'm here to encourage. There's a lot of things that I am here to do, but I am not here to be Jesus. And I think that my refusal to rest is a refusal to rest in him. You're listening to Upside Down Podcast. This is Lindsay Wallace. And I'm Kayla Craig. I'm Patricia Taylor. And I'm Elisa Molina. Upside Down Podcast is an ecumenical conversation at the intersection of justice, spirituality, and culture. And we've created this space with you in mind. So join us for unscripted conversations on God's Upside Down Kingdom. Welcome to Upside Down Podcast. I am Kayla Craig, and I am your host for today's final episode of this season. And today, we're, we need to talk about this. We are talking about rest because here at Upside Down Podcast, we have a rhythm of resting for the summer months of June and July and August. And we believe rest is necessary. So we're ending the season with the necessity of rest. And I'm joined today by two of my absolute favorite humans in the world, Alisa Molina and Patricia Taylor. Say hi. Hi, everyone. Hey. Okay. So before we dive in, we have just a little housekeeping to do. So I am going to go ahead and pass that digital mic over to Alisa. What's up, Alisa? Hey, yeah, I just have a real quick announcement for our Patreon community. We have made it to our final book study of the season, and we have selected Dear White Peacemaker by Oshita Moore, and you're hearing it first. We're dropping it with this podcast today, so just know that you're invited if you're part of our Patreon community, and if you're not, just get you there. It's Mm -hmm. just, you know, we will take you at any level for this. We really love the community aspect of it. The, um, getting onto zooms and seeing each other's faces and talking about these things. So yeah, stay tuned for dates and emails and zoom links and all of that. Mm, I'm, I'm really excited about that. And, and our patrons also get our monthly newsletter, the upside down low, which Elisa graciously edits and puts together for us. And it's kind of like the collection of everything we've been reading and listening to and talking about amongst ourselves and with our our family members and our community. So um, it's something I always look forward to um, catching up on what everybody else has. So thanks, Elisa, for doing that. Sure. Uh, Patty, I'm going to pass the mic to you. Yay. <laughs> what Are we still going to be on, on the gram during our um, recording hiatus? Yes, sorta. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, we will be. You know, because just just the nature of the gram, it's just it's real special, and and you know, it's important to have some content consistently if possible, but also rest is important. It's a necessity, in fact. <laughs> uh, so, so just bear with us. Stay with us. Like we're you know we're definitely yeah. going to share some some thoughts and also do some recaps of video of recordings that we've done this past season and encourage you all to take this time to catch up and listen to your favorite episodes or anything that you've missed. And I really want to encourage people to get involved in our Facebook group because we have mm. like a really great community. And it's not just for us to share our episodes. Like we want people to right. talk with each other and and ask questions. And I love when that happens. Like, hey, like, can I get a recommendation about, you know, this topic or this book or, all right, having like a parental situation here. Like, what are your thoughts? Like all of that and so much more is, is what um, Upside Down Together on Facebook is for. So you will see us online. Uh, our presence will still be there, just maybe a little lighter. And we hope that you will stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about that. And I'm glad that you shared that about the Facebook group, because honestly, I I personally try to not go on to Facebook very much because I tend to get sucked into drama. Um, But what I love (laughs) about that Facebook group is that it's not drama and it's a great place to crowdsource with 
people that are processing through similar um, things in their lives, spiritual and cultural. And so um, I've learned a lot of great things there. So join us this summer if you need a <laughs> need a place to connect in some way and we'll be we'll be creeping around as well. Yeah, I just want to throw sorry, I just wanted to add real quick because we want to hear from you too. Like you hear yes. us talk all the time. We want to hear from you. <laughs> and I just wanted to like since we're giving our shout outs and um I wanted to mention Kat. Like she is incredible. And if you have been reading and following up with the show notes and just editing things, like she's just been such a gift. So I wanted to make sure that I I shared that and just acknowledged all of her work too. Yes. And that's, if you go into your, if you're, whatever app you're listening to right now, if you open it and you'll see there's links, you'll see there's sometimes quotes, there's a breakdown of the episode and Kat has been doing that faithfully for us. And it, it's, it's really Gosh, a gift. So yeah. sweet. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's so. a lot of work. I've done it before and I'm like, oh my gosh, who yeah. does these? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's a lot, a lot makes a podcast um, go around. Yeah. And that's one yeah. of the reasons why we're like incredibly grateful for those of us who are are giving and in the Patreon community because it does make it possible, you know? So, all right. Well, at the top of the show, I mentioned that this is our last episode of the season. I, I like can't even believe it. This it year went has, fast. It went by fast. And slow all and at the same so time. Slow. Right. Like, I don't know what time is at this point. Like, I think I've, like, my kids have been watching Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure there are multiverses. Like, I don't know. I'm getting some, like, mystical Catholicism in me. And and <laughs> mixing with superheroes. And I'm like, I don't know. What is time? I don't know. But... <laughs> But we do know that um, this is our last our last official episode for this season of Necessities. And as I mentioned, we always break for the summer. And to be honest, it's a terrible decision. Like as far as podcast stats go, as right, far right, as yeah. every type of gross article you can read on the internet, stopping a podcast for three months, not a great decision. And yet we feel really committed to it because rest matters because rest is biblical. Um, and it's key to the work that we're all doing the work for a more equitable, just peaceful, beautiful world of bringing God's upside down kingdom here on earth. And Lindsay Wallace, who is our other co-host is not here today, but I love how she always says ushering in a more livable planet. Like that's mm, so Lindsay yes. and, it, and it's so true. And we, we need that rest. So so let's go. Let's talk about rest and why taking time to give up the fight is worth fighting for. So as I was thinking about this episode, um, a favorite scripture came to mind, and it's actually from the message paraphrase. And I just want to read it because I think it sets the tone for this conversation. And it's Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30. Are you tired, worn out? burned out on religion, come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. So as we start, Elisa and Patty, I'm going to put you on the hot seat. <laughs> Does rest come easy to you? No. <laughs> no, it does not. First, let me say that the way you read that, I was just like, can I just, can you just read me lullabies? <laughs> like, can you just, like, can you just talk to me at night? <laughs> um, you know, I, in theory, I know that rest is necessary. Like, like I'm not trying to be some like superhuman, like robot that's like, oh, I don't need rest. I do need rest every day. I feel like I say I'm tired, <laughs> like physical as well as like mental, like just all the rest. But it's just really hard for me to actually enter into rest. It's really difficult for my brain to shut off. And I 
if I'm being still, I'm always thinking about what I could be doing that's like more productive with my time or just to get something done or something, whether, you know, it's necessary or small or big, or, like it's just hard for my brain to just like shut down and be like, no, like what you're doing right now in this moment is actually really important. And it is enough. You don't have to be thinking of three other things that you could be doing at the same time. And I feel like it's like, I feel like it's selfish. Like it's hard. Like I know, I know, I know it's not, but I feel like it is, <laughs> you know, I just feel like it's, it's hard for me to get out of that part in my brain. That's like, it's just selfish for me to be doing nothing when there's so much to always be done, which is just so unhealthy. Ugh. I identify with that a lot, but I, I actually can rest. I actually have probably napped the vast majority of my motherhood. Um, <laughs> I think it's because like my husband leaves so early in the morning because he's a teacher, like in the five hour that I've always been the person in charge of like five small kids. And so when they napped, I would by like 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock, I would be like dead. So if they knock out, I knock out too, just like for survival to get, and then he was a coach. So he would get home super late. So I knew like there was no, but I, but I think what I, where I identify with you is the, is the shutting off of my brain. Mm -hmm. Like I have a really hard time just being at peace in my mind and letting my mind rest. I'm always thinking about like injustice and what, how to fix things, like where I need to be doing things, what, you know? And so I, I could really learn how to rest my mind um, Mm -hmm. and my heart. Sometimes I rest my body, but it's the mind and the heart that I really struggle with. What about you, Kayla? Mm, Yeah, I, I don't know. I sometimes my rest comes very easy, but it comes in like spits, like little fits and starts, like just these little tiny bubbles of rest. Um, and then I, I almost feel like I have to make up for that. Like the rest mm-hmm. does come easy. And then I feel like I have to work double time to make up for whatever time I quote unquote lost, which is exactly what you're saying, Patty, like not a healthy way to think of it. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Like, why do I not talk to myself like I would talk to a friend? And some, I think that's even something that you asked me, Patty. But it was like, I would tell a friend, like, you need to have rest. Like, all of us as humans are built to have rest. And, like, God makes us to have rest. God rested. And, and I feel like that's a good word for somebody else that I'm mm-hmm. happily happily going to tell you. But when it comes to internalizing that for myself, I can't. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it is. I feel like I've had to actually like do a lot of that, like actually saying it out loud lately. Like on the one hand, because rest, I think is tied hand in hand with boundaries. um, On one hand, Mm -hmm. it's been easier for me to, to make a point to rest because since I stepped out into my my page because of the heaviness of the content and just knowing like, I can't, I just simply cannot keep going like this (laughs) if I never rest, but it still was born out of like a necessity of like, I didn't go into it thinking like, I'm going to build in, you know, these breaks or build in this time to rest, or this is like going to be a healthy practice. It was me having to go through it and then being like, I can't survive like this, you know? So I think so often it's like, we get to the burnout and then we're like, Oh, we need rest. Instead of being like, oh, like we always need rest. And so how about we just make that part of our rhythm, you know? So I I just even, I just came back from a wonderful trip that was very relaxing. And I still had to just say out loud, like, it's okay if the day after I got back, you know, I only did the bare minimum of what had to get done. And that's fine. Like, that's fine. Yeah, Patty, that's something I've been thinking about, exactly what you said. And I want to know what you two have learned, what you've seen modeled well, what you're incorporating into your lives is how do we incorporate rhythms of rest so we don't experience that total burnout down the road? I think it's a little bit of a mind shift change for me. I think in this last year, I've realized, and we've talked about it here a couple of times, that the grind comes from a power dynamic. It like, why am I grinding? Why do I feel the need to produce? Is my value wrapped up in what I do, what I 
produce. And I think that us talking about that has really led me to understand that like my time is finite on this planet, you know, and if it's wrapped up in the grind at all times, then am I really stepping into the gift that is my life? Well, and the answer is no. And not only that, but it it prevents me from the lasting legacy that I have, which is the people that I see in real life, in my home, and in my community. That nothing really that I produce, I think, is where the lasting legacy of my life resides. So to slow down and to welcome real time and real space to be fully myself with my people, I think I've started to see that as a big uh-uh to like the powers that be I'm I'm I, it's like a justice thing like I am saying no you cannot have me in this way and, and like the like the mantras that I see everywhere rest is resistance like I'm resisting your call to have to do and uh, like we said in the in the one about stewardship accumulate and grab and get like no I don't have to and I'm not going to so it's been a little bit of a mind shift to allow myself to be like, I don't have to play this game. I think that needs some snaps with it. I don't have to, and I'm not going to. It's true. It's yeah. true because it's all part of like the capitalistic white supremacist society that we live in. That's like your worth is not your own. And it's based on what you can do for us. And it, right. it like, no matter what you're producing is never going to be enough, you know, and, and when you put up against those standards, it's just never going to be enough. So I think yes, like, and you are utterly replaceable. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yes, okay, you can't do it. I'll get the next person There's in somebody line. Somebody else who can. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how good you are. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's got to start with the with the mind. I mean, for me too, which is has to be really intentional. You know, because I think I've just learned how it's played out in, in a very unhealthy way for me, and like been associated with like that guilt you know, or that shame for like needing rest, which, which plays further into like the unhealthy, like strong black woman, you know, and like, oh, I've got to be the strong one all the time, you know? And then because I do work from home and, you know, I have three kids and it's like, oh, like, but I spent all this time doing the work and now like, I can't rest. I got to be with, you know, like I want to be with my kids. (laughs) It's all like wrapped up in like, like I, I need to, I need to not just like you already said, Kayla, like I would say to anyone else, like, I don't want to just be here surviving. Like I want to be thriving. Like I want to be fully aware and present of, of my body, of my, my mind, of my emotions and know that this is part of like, not in a trite, like check it off your list kind of way, but like truly really necessary part of our self care and our, our overall holistic health. And I think just, you have to see the value in yourself. So you can like give your, at least for me to say like, I am actually worthy of rest, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What does it mean to actually say that out loud and believe it? And, and like you were saying, there's so many intersections of motherhood and being a woman being a black woman, Alisa being Latina, you know, like there's just so many intersections here and there's a, there's a whole empire out there that is telling us to conform and to be this certain way and to, to pour ourselves out and never be poured into. And not only that, but, but like that empire creates a situation where there are lots of people who don't have the luxury to rest. Right. Like I can't, like, like there are a whole, there is a whole set of people that could listen to us and be like, well, that's a, that's a real privileged position to be in, to be like, I need to rest. You know what I mean? When, when they are in a position where the, they're stuck in that grind, that they're Mm -hmm. in that, uh, for survival alone, they have to grind and grind and grind and go from this job to the next job, to the next job, to home, to cook, to all of that. And, and that just makes me but that just makes me so mad. It makes me so sad that like, and it, it makes me feel a little guilty that I, that I can have these conversations of like, it's important for my mind and my body and my heart to rest when there are straight up lots of people that can't do that. They can't mm-hmm. afford to do that. They can't, they don't have that ability mm-hmm. to even have that conversation. And so then where does that, 
where does that leave us? Like, how do we create a space and how do we live our lives that gives other people permission to rest? You know, like what are tangible things that we can do? Like we, what automatically comes to mind is we have friends who are friends with a single mom and she has four or five kids and she had a birthday coming up and they were like, you know what? Bring your kids over for the weekend and just go rest rest through hanging out with your friends, rest through sleeping in for once in your life, you know, like how do we create space in our own lives so that other people can have space in their lives? And, and I love that you brought that up, Elisa, because it doesn't mean that we have to step away and not ever rest ourselves, but it's because we're filling up through our rest that we can create Mm -hmm. space for other people to rest. But if we're constantly, you know, lean into that grind culture and work, 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 and more, 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 then we're going to be spent. We're going to be burnt out and not have any margin to right. give to anyone else. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's yeah. the interconnectedness, you know, that we've talked about through this entire season, you know, and yes, we rest because we see that modeled <laughs> in scripture and because we know like for our well being and our and our health in all the ways it's important, but also it's not, it never is just about us. Like it, it really is never just about us. Right. So I, I think, you know, if we don't even know what our neighbors are going through or what that person needs. And we, when we won't know like how we can like help them maybe to experience rest, like they haven't before, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just think that that's just like important to be aware of what's happening outside of ourselves and it doesn't diminish what is happening. (laughs) Like we could be going through like particular ebbs and flows of like really crazy, wild, busy seasons and, and just being like, I just feel like I'm just, I don't have it right now. Um, Mm -hmm. But when we do have that space and if we can offer just a little bit to someone else, then I think that both people, like both of us will be filled in different ways, but to be able to offer that to someone who just, some of us won't do it on our own because of like different reasons. Some of us can't. And so if we can step Mm -hmm. in for those who can't, then I just think it's a gift, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, we have to steward, we have to steward that we steward, like that's a stewardship conversation, right? Like we steward our time and our resources and, and our mind space and all of that. So we can love our neighbor's as ourselves, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, and then yeah. that's that that part that we sometimes forget. We know to love our neighbor, but how do we love them as ourselves and, and love ourselves in that process too? And one of the questions that I like to think about from my journalist side of things is when I'm talking to somebody, whatever they're passionate about or whatever the topic is that we're talking about, asking what's at stake if not? What's at stake if we don't rest. Mm. And I found this quote, there's a book out there called Sabbath. And it's one that I have and I've marked up um, because I need it. And I need the reminders time and time again. It's by Wayne Muller. And he said, if we do not allow for a rhythm of rest in our overly busy lives, illness becomes our Sabbath, our pneumonia, our cancer, Mm. our heart attack, our accidents create Sabbath for us. And I thought about this past year and how like the pandemic became our rest mm. and that everybody is is coming out of 2021 changed. Like, no, I, I think that's like we are not the same as we were. And so I want to know, if anything, what you are taking into the summer as you think about the world opening up but also thinking about the takeaways of what you've learned about rest. Yeah, I think um, I think the pandemic really I, – I thought I wasn't all that crazy busy, but I think the pandemic, it begged to differ. And I think that it became – it helped me to see not only that that I need to find rest for me, but that my family unit needs to rest together you know, that me taking like a moment is good, but also that my, our family life, especially with the kids getting older, they, everybody had stuff going on. And that was important for us to have um, moments for family downtime, like fam, like family things, 
where we were not like running ourselves ragged. And that's something that I really wanted to keep as a practice for us. Yeah. I, I knew that I was busy <laughs> pre pandemic, but I just didn't really give it a second thought. Like a, a, a lot of it is just cause I'm an extrovert and like socially, I'm just like always packing the calendar, <laughs> you know? Uh, and I think I didn't realize that even like the best intentioned planning and scheduling was actually taking a toll on me. And, and I just was feeling like I didn't have a lot left, you know, like I am like, I have a fairly packed summer, you know, and I'm looking forward to it. But at the same time, I'm like very, very aware of not wanting to go back to where I was in that way. And, and just being like, you know what, I actually like, I'm not like pressed to like rush out and fill my calendar up, you know? Um, and it doesn't mean that I don't want and long for those connections and connection, like, you know, which you all talked about in the last episode, but I can do it more on my own terms, you know? And that's something that I, I just really yeah. like don't want to lose uh, sight of. Yeah. What about you, Kayla? Oh man. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know. I think that for me, I've been really trying to discern where I'm giving my yes, because I usually give my yes to too many things. And I've learned that my body can't even take all of that on, you know? So it was like, even though everything shut down in the world, I was still able to work from home. And so I was just saying yes, saying yes to every opportunity, every article to be written, everything. I just kept taking it on. And then it was like, why? You know, why am I doing this? Do I need to be saying yes to everything? Um, and, and trying to have a little more discernment in my life, people around me, um, who I trust and who love me and know that I can trust them to be honest with me, like both of you, (laughs) um, and, and giving me like wisdom because it can be really hard. We live in a world that says like, if you can do it, do it. Yeah. And, and so it's hard to, to say actually no. And actually I am going to create some boundaries and I'm going to try to, you know, align, like, does this align with my values and even developing almost some sort of like, these are the things that I am going to commit to because I know that even right. though I'm passionate about a lot of things, I can't commit to everything. So when I give right. my yes, it's a full yes. And I know I can bring my whole self and I can commit mm-hmm wholeheartedly. Um, and that's, that's really hard for me. So I got to quote Walter Brueggemann because we love Walter Brueggemann up here. So he says, Sabbath in the first instance is not about worship. It is about work stoppage. It is about withdrawal from the anxiety system of Pharaoh, the refusal to let one's life be defined by production and consumption and the endless pursuit of private well-being. He, yeah, he just Ooh. manages to like say a whole sermon in like two yeah, sentences. That's a whole thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. A whole vibe right there. Yeah, but I feel like oh wow. man, we need to sit with that and and I need to sit with that um and reckon with what that means. Does anything stand out to you guys? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean <laughs> Yeah. You know, I think another another aspect is just the fact that a lot of times I think part of the the thing of uh for me is thinking that rest equals that one justice cause or that one really important thing that I'm working on like rests on whether or not I am involved in it and that takes God out of the mm, equation. So yeah. I'm not resting in him. I'm not resting in the fact that I'm not here to save. I'm here to participate. I'm here to, to walk alongside. I'm here to encourage. There's a lot of things that I am here to do, but I am not here to be Jesus. And I think that my refusal to rest is a refusal to rest in him, to find peace in the fact that he's like, actually got this. He does not need me to be a part of that one 
think tank situation on what we're going to do about education in, you know, blah, 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 you know? And so I think that speaks to like you talking about this, you know, this strategic way of using our, our time and our energy. Yeah. I was going to say like virtually the same thing. I mean, there's, there's a real issue of pride there, you know, like Kaylee, you just mentioned that like we are conditioned to be like, if it can be done, do it. Like if you can do it, do it. But there's also like another element of that is like, you have to be the one to do it because you're the only one who could do it well. Like you're the only one who can get it done. Like you can't trust Ooh, other people to do it. Those legs. You know, I was ugly on that. And I was just like, oh gosh, I can't be the only one. And he grew one thinking that, you know. Um, but wait, but, uh, I got to stop you, Patty, because we are the only ones that can do it well. Like, <laughs> but I mean, seriously, like that is, it's, it's oh. so hard, like to relinquish you hit that my control. Nerve. It's just, you know, like, no, like, <laughs> I mean, you are, you are hitting all the wrong. Yes. Yes. Because I'm convicted as I'm saying it, Elisa. I'm like, that's oh, why. No. I'm like, no this wonder is- we all ended up together on this podcast. Because we're Seriously. like, oh, no, you're not going to do it correctly. I'm going to have to do it. So. Like, we need to make sure, like, we take each other. Um, no. <laughs> Oh man, um, yeah. It's just that's a that's a no, real... but you know what? That is so interesting because yes, I'm just I'm just coming to this based on what you just said uh, and this whole like podcast thing. All four of us being like that, we in this season have trusted each other enough to say, mm-hmm. Patty has got this social media thing. I don't right. have to insert myself, and. Uh, Elisa is in charge of this and I don't need like, and so I can extract myself, which has freed us up from having to like insert ourselves in different aspects of everything. And so, you know, that, that just speaks a lot to just, first of all, like having people around you that you trust and that you know, care about you and have your best interests at heart. So that when you do step away, you know that the whole thing isn't going to fall apart. Cause I think, of, I think a lot of thinking that it's going to fall apart is that there has been things that we have seen like, Ooh, we, if we leave that alone, that is problematic. So to have these spaces in our lives, these friendships, these relationships, these circles that we run where we are trusted, where we do have trust, where we are known that people are not going to let us down, you know, that they are going to step up so that we can retreat. I think that that is, it's quite beautiful that, that that's modeled here. This, this year has really been like a beautiful convergence of, of the, the season of necessities was a beautiful season. And it was quite frankly, a very difficult year. We were all four in the middle of pandemic dealing with our own traumas, griefs, difficulties, all of that. But we stepped in and we did our part well. And when another person couldn't, we said, go, you go take time. Mm-hmm. We got this, you know what I mean? And so maybe rest is a part of that community aspect oh, of these yeah. things. And that speaks yeah. to the justice issue as well. Like, you know what? We need to be in community with people so that the people who cannot find rest, like your friend, like your friend's friend, Kayla, mm-hmm. like then people step in and, and say, no, no, you're worth this. Mm-hmm. You're not what you do. And in yeah. integrating that into our everyday, like, so, so we're all, you know, okay, today I'm going to take on more so you can step out and tomorrow you'll take on more so right. I can step out and like creating these like integrated rhythms and routines into our lives. So we're not completely just like demolished. Right. Because that, that is so common. And like, honestly, I see this playing out in like church circles right now. Like people are so burnt out by their churches. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh, then yeah. they're like, well, I don't even know where, what I believe anymore. Cause I, cause I used to put so much clout into this, into what I did, into what was needed of me. And now I'm completely burnt out. Like that's so real. And then we see people really taking a step step away um it's it's real it's real and we need to be people of rest as believers and as followers of christ because if we spend any time in scripture we see that jesus rested 
Jesus had a oh, lot yeah, going like, on. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, unfortunately with the like westernized, American westernized business model of the church, like we're not people of rest. We're people no. of, of, you know, production and productivity and, you know, and capitalism, um, un- and, capitalism and unpaid interns. And like, we've got to do all the things, you know, uh, to get out the message of Jesus while people are being burnt out in the process. Um, and I think oh, like, yeah. that's obviously like, a, like it's a real, yeah, we chew them up and spit them out and it's just so sad. It's so it, sad. It's, it is. Gosh, it is real. It's, it's really, it's real. And I think the, like, there's definitely like the very unhealthy, like strains of this lack of rest. <laughs> but I think just back to what you had said initially, like answering this question, Elisa is, I don't consciously go into like holding tight to the grips of things because I'm like, I'm a prideful person and I, I'm the only one who can do it well because I'm amazing. I mean, sometimes I think that, but you know, mostly, most of the time, <laughs> depending on what it is, it's, it's just because I care so much, you know, I just, yes. I just care yes. a lot. And because I care, I just really want to see the best of whatever that thing is to be the outcome. But then even then it's like, no one, no one cares more than God. <laughs> like and and I'm not right. the only one who cares. Like and and but it's, it's just it all ties in. It all ties in with that trust. Like trusting that mm-hmm. there are other people that you can do the give and take. You know and and I don't mm-hmm. I don't know like how if you haven't seen that happen. Like how do you learn that? Like how do you get to that place? You know and I'm I'm glad I'm so grateful that you pointed out how mm-hmm. we've done that here because mm-hmm. I just think it just sunk in. You know as you were talking and I'm like yes yay growth. You know <laughs> um, yeah. but. Like how, you know, like how do we like, like how do we actually like see that come to fruition? You know, if we've never like modeled that before, seen that modeled before. So in Mark 6, 31, we see this like invitation from Jesus to rest. And it's then because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat. He said to them, come with me by yourselves to get a quiet place and get some rest. And just thinking tangibly what this looks like in my life, I have a very full life, a very loud life. And Mm -hmm. at night, I have two options, right? Like I can consume screens um, and get lost in that, or I can read. And in those times when I read or those times when I take a journal and write, those are the things that fill my soul and and don't leave me depleted to start the next day. Right. But the days where I'm like, oh my gosh, I just spent two hours like doom scrolling. And like, what was I? <laughs> I just like this like mindless consumption. And like, we all spend time on social media. Like this is not a, you know, social media is no. a bad thing. But it's right. just like, I do think that probably no matter what our stage of life is, there are margins where we can get away with Jesus, even if it's just like mentally, you know, where it's like we're, we're in a commute or whatever it is. And those moments, do we choose stillness or do we choose consumption? And usually I'm trying to pack in a podcast while I'm driving and texting somebody when I'm pull up to the parking lot and like checking my email, you know, just like Mm -hmm. so many things. And what does it look like to like, to cut some of that noise out so we can accept that invitation to get a quiet place and get some rest. That doesn't mean like we're going out into the woods for a 10 day retreat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Eat some grasshoppers out. Right. (laughs) Some wild You have me until the grasshoppers like that. (laughs) Well, maybe, but then no. <laughs> so are there like other tangible things like that you are doing that even just like that cue your body and brain into now is a time of rest? Like, is there anything that you, you actually do in your real life to help you rest? You know, I, one time I heard Shannon Evans, an old, uh, a former co-host here talk about like connecting to the earth. And I thought, mm. oh, that's some woo-woo stuff. <laughs> but I trust her and her woo-woo stuff. So yes. like I've gotten to where like if I walk outside and just like like take a deep breath when I just feel like, okay, Elisa, you've your mind is going too like there's too much going on in this mind of you. It's muddled. 
and you feel like it almost creates anxiety when your brain is just going, 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 and you don't stop. Um, Like I'll go outside and I'll just take a deep breath. And like just this morning, I went outside and I kicked off my shoes and I like felt the ground, the grass. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this woo-woo stuff actually works. Like it just (laughs) takes you, it reminds you, like it reminds you of your body. It reminds you that the world is bigger than just your brain. That's just constant. You know what I mean? And so that's, that's started to be, I am like big on um, lighting a candle and praying. I'm big on writing, you know, these, the, I, I think ever running, like, I just think that everybody has like those things that they feel that draw them closer to peace. And so I'm trying to pay attention to what those things are, because I think peace helps with the rest. Like if your mind and your body, if those things are at peace, then that really lends you to, to rest. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's good. Um, I'm with you on all of those except for running. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, I mean, music is and always has been something like just music for every occasion (laughs) and and just Mm -hmm. like really letting that like sink in deep. But like a new intentional practice for me is really like lighting candles. Like, I mean, I love candles and but it's like, oh, like I just want the room to smell nice. Uh, but since I like went back to therapy starting in January, like it's been part of like my process, like as I'm working through some trauma of being more connected to me, like when I feel like it's been very grounding, like when I'm feeling that anxiety and I light the candle and I, it's like associated with deep breaths and with smelling and with pausing and with slowing down and just kind of letting like the, the scent of it wash over me and, and just to be still, because I really do want to like take it in, you know, and not have it just be like a random, like scent just floating around the room. But like, this is like my signal to just stop and rest and, and just be able to um, check where I am and how I'm feeling and how I'm responding to things. And it's just been really helpful. Like I love lighting my candles and just breathing it in and, like, that's just something I don't, uh, like, I forget to breathe. Like, I really do. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Kayla's showing us her candle right now. Um, but yeah. It's it like, was it's a little like, hot. I probably I, shouldn't have picked that up to show you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I but, it. I mean, I do. Like, I, I realize, like, when I feel that, like, tension, I, I forget to breathe. Like, the day of the, um, the Derek Chauvin mm-hmm. verdict being read. I had shared in the group that I facilitate for Be the Bridge, that's for people of color, the BIPOC group. And I just like dumped out all my feelings, you know, about like all the different like various like, ah, you know, like this is just too much. And, you know, several people were like, yes, 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 yes. Like I, I feel this. I understand this. I know, you know. But then one person, Kathy Kong, who actually offers like yoga for BIPOC women, mm-hmm. she was just like, she commented and was like, Patricia, stop and check your breathing. Like, are you breathing? You know, feel your shoulders. Like she just wrote out some like very, like so simple, like instructions. And I was like, oh my gosh, like my shoulders were like up to my ears and I wasn't breathing. And I'm like, oh, so I just, I think just being more aware, I don't know how physically aware of myself I am. And that's something I've been really working on. Yes. Yes. That, yeah. All of that. I I feel like once I heard somebody say like loosen your shoulders like is your tongue at the push to the roof of your mouth or your fist right. clenched like all of these like physical cues and it's like oh okay <laughs> and, and so it really is like focusing on your breathing is something you can do anywhere and it's yeah. something that we so often at least I so often forget to do and that's why I've been trying to focus more on the practice of a breath prayer because it's something I can do while I am changing a diaper and while I am getting ready for work. And I just, yeah, obviously I co-sign the candle thing. There's something that just has a deep peace to watching a flame flicker. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, it's something that I always do when I'm at my desk. I like to just keep a candle at my desk. And for a while I was taking on so much work that I was forgetting to light the candle. And it's like, 
what about if I was paying attention to that and what that cue was trying to tell me? Mm. You know what I mean? Like if I was getting to the point where I was like, I wasn't playing the background music I normally do. I wasn't lighting the candle. Like that piece is starting to fall away. And when we get into a rhythm of those things, then when we're not doing it, it can help cue us into why isn't this bringing me peace, you know, and and where, where am I falling short in some way? And I think those places are where the Holy Spirit can really like work with us. You know, like Mm, when we cue into those, we're like giving permission to the, to the Holy Spirit to work through us in whatever we're doing. So if we like key our bodies into that and to invite the Holy Spirit within us, then, you know, the work becomes more fruitful and productive if we can just take a moment to like check where we are. Right. And it's like when we get to that point of prayer where we're not, when we're listening, you know, like I'm a word person, words, words, words all the time. So many words, (laughs) but like, what does it look like for me to listen? That's really hard. And that's true. Soul rest is when I get to the point Mm. where it's like, okay, Jesus, I've said every word. I've said all the words, (laughs) all the words. words. Uh, (laughs) And what does it look like, you know, now to, to hear from you? Um, and to sit in the silence because sometimes we don't hear and, and we sit and we just trust that that the spirit is with us even when we can't feel it. So, goodness. Oh, I love talking to you too. So good. <laughs> you're, you're just wonderful and so wise. And there's so much more, so much more we could talk about with uh, talking about Sabbath and talking about rest and, and my goodness and Anything that you guys are up to this summer that you'd like to share before we kind of end our time together? (laughs) I'm just going to catch up and seeing people. Like, I want to see my people, which is you guys included. I'm hoping that we can figure out how to do that. But, yeah, I'm just – I'm looking forward to actually hugging people's necks. Yeah. 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 Same, 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 same. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I am going to start – sharing about my book oh my goodness I can't, I can't even get it. It, it feels so weird to say a lot I cannot wait no to, we will say it oh for you gosh. all the time <laughs> wrote a book yeah, it's it comes out pre-order October, right pre-order it today yeah. what are you waiting for come on yeah. people it's Kayla Craig yeah. the <laughs> Kayla Craig get that so book. we'll be hopefully we'll be talking about this more you know when we come yes. back in the fall for for the book launch but it is available for pre-order and something that <laughs> come on um, Kayla say it with your chest buy <laughs> my book <laughs> yeah yeah I like it I like it so I have good. I have three boys that do a lot of like character voices but yeah it's called <laughs> to light their way and I will be um yeah just diving more in into that that world of getting to share about um all those words that I have jumbled around in my heart and all those prayers and and liturgies and breath prayers and all the things and so I actually want to close today by reading a prayer that I wrote about Sabbath rest. As I was thinking about this episode, I was like, I just kind of feel like, like I have, I've written something about this. <laughs> and I was looking at <laughs> the liturgies for parents. Yay, Instagram. lucky us. And um, yeah, there is one. So if you don't mind, I will just end this episode with absolutely a short prayer. And if you're listening and you're not a parent, I, I just pray that there's something in here, in here for you and in here for all of us. So mm-hmm. This is a prayer for Sabbath rest. Oh God of rest, we are tired. Help us to put away our screens and enter into the story happening in our very lives. Help us see the sacred in the chopping of vegetables, in the wiping of tables, in the folding of laundry. Welcome us into Sabbath rest even as we care for our families. Help us rest well together, lighting fires in our hearts and homes to keep us warm. Help us to see the sacred delight of baby socks and burp rags, Legos and mismatched markers, chess games and read-aloud books. Oh God, our lives are so loud, but you know that. And it's why you remind us to get quiet, even if it means paying more attention to the noisy kids running through the halls 
Help us to see you in the faces in front of us. Help us to exhale. Help us to abide in each other and in you as we dwell in presence in true Sabbath rest. Amen. 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 Oh, just let out the biggest exhale. Oh, what a way to end. Can yes. you like end with a prayer every time? I know. I'm serious. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just what we need. Now I'm like going to go take a nap that I was telling you about. <laughs> oh, wow. That was, thank you, Kayla. That really was like the perfect way to end this episode and this season. That's it. That's it for today. Yay, like, that's it. it. Like, oh, uh, we'll see you in September. Oh, it's so wild to say that. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. This has been a wonderful season. Uh, I have just had such a immense pleasure and gratitude being able to be a part of what these women are already doing. Um, again, we will be on our social media channels, um, but make sure that you're also following us um, individually um, on Instagram. I'm Patricia underscore A underscore Taylor. Uh, Kayla is Kayla underscore Craig. Elisa is Elisa R. Molina. And Lindsay is Lindsay dot Wallace. <laughs> so we'll see you all soon. <laughs> and while we're resting, feel free to catch up on the mini episodes that we've already recorded. And, 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 mm-hmm. and the podcast market is growing, which is awesome. We love our podcast, but also it's really, really hard for new listeners to find us. So one of the best things you can do to support the show is by going to Apple Podcasts, leave a starred rating, five stars, and a one-minute written review. <laughs> uh, a big shout out to all of you who've already done that. Tell your friends, tell your families, mm, pass it along. Thank you. And you can always learn more yes. at UpsideDownPodcast.com or at UpsideDownPodcast on Instagram. And we hope to see you in our uh, Facebook group, Upside Down Together, uh, where we do go through the episodes with the lens of God's Upside Down Kingdom. Mm. That's all, folks. Upside Down Podcast is created and hosted by Kayla Craig, Lindsay Wallace, Elisa Molina, and Patricia Taylor. Episodes are edited by Tess Malone and Johnny Craig. Show notes are by Lana Smith. Learn more at UpsideDownPodcast.com. Thanks for listening.